everyone, and welcome back to A Pinch of Pixie Dust, the podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa. And I'm your other host, Mandy. And we are here to talk to you about all things Disney. As always. Yes. So, for today's episode, we are sticking with our Christmas holiday theme, and we are going to be talking to you guys about the movie Home Sweet Home Alone, which is kind of like a remake of Home Alone, the classic that we all know and love, um, but it is a little bit different. So we are going to break that down and talk to you guys, tell you our thoughts, our feelings, all that good stuff. Just a warning, there are going to be spoilers in this episode, so if you haven't seen the movie and you want to, go watch it first and then come back and listen to the podcast when you're done watching it. Yes. Okay, so how do we want to start this out? Do we want to go over our feelings? Do we want to go over a synopsis of it? What are you thinking? I'm thinking that our feelings are very important. I think the people this want to know. Space. It's a safe space, and the people want to know what we're thinking. <laughs> okay. So let's just, like, compared to the first movie, which is a classic, so it's almost unfair to compare it to that one. But what did you feel versus the original? Um, so, I mean, I feel like it goes without saying. I enjoyed the original Home Alone a lot more than the new one. Mm-hmm. But I thought the new one was very cute. It had its own very sweet, like, moments. It was a little bit different um, from the original one. That brought a little bit more, like, sweet family, like, good feeling than the first one did Mm -hmm. because in the original one they were just two robbers they were going to rob a house but in this one spoiler warning we get to see the families come together at the end of the movie which Mm -hmm. is really sweet so again i don't think it was better than the original or home alone lost in new york i love the new york one i don't think it was better but i do think it was a cute movie overall i almost feel like it's unfair to compare the two also because when i saw home alone it came out in what the 90s i believe so yeah so i was like in my very impressionable years at that point and you know nostalgia yeah like everything's a little bit different and it seems like a little bit brighter and more exciting when you're younger so like watching that then is a lot different than watching this for the first time as an adult too yeah so i feel like it's almost unfair to compare it that way maybe had i seen this them both like when I was younger I might feel a little bit differently mm-hmm. but I, like you said it was still a very cute movie the only thing I like had a problem with I did like how both families came together at the end but like I felt like Jeff and um why can't it Pam Pam I feel like Jeff and Pam like were supposed to be very like two responsible adults. Like Pam's a teacher. Mm-hmm. Like she works with kids all the time. I feel like they just should have known better. And Pam and uh Jeff by the way are like our two main characters other than Home Alone Child. His yes. name is Max. Um they kind of take place of the robbers from the original. And so in a way like the fact that the first guys were robbers it made sense. It made more like sense bad. to me because they're bad people. These are supposed to be good people, and they should have known better. I mean, they literally commit felonies. 
Yeah. And they should definitely know better. <laughs> okay, so basically, uh, we will keep talking about our feelings, but just so you guys kind of get what's going on, if you didn't watch it and you have no interest in watching it, basically, Max comes to their house, which is very weird. So, Jeff and Pam, I keep wanting to call him Jim. It bothers me that it's not Jim and Pam. Even like, though, from the office? Yeah, even though I'm not, like, the biggest fan of Jim and Pam, I know everyone's going to stab me, I get it. Um, I just want to keep calling him Jim. Mm-hmm. And it's Aaron from the office. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> Pam. <laughs> like, sorry. Um, but basically, they are trying to sell their home. Right. And Jeff doesn't really want to sell their home. Like, he lost his job because of the cloud, basically. Like, he did what the cloud does now, and you don't need people because of the cloud. Right. So they only have one income now, and they can't really afford the house and the two kids that they have. So the plan is to sell the house, get something smaller and more affordable. But Jeff doesn't really want to sell the house. He's got lots of memories there. Um, But they do have parties that are interested in the house and it ends up that one of our other main characters max ends up at one of their open houses because he drinks like six sodas and has to go to the bathroom yeah. which was another thing that bothered me like why is a like 10 year old kid drinking six sodas at lunch like that doesn't need to happen also they called it sodas it should be pop <laughs> i guess <laughs> I'm a big person that calls pop pop, but anyway. Um, but I guess more of the world knows soda. Probably. Because, like, I think pop is more of a here regional thing. But, yeah, I wrote, I literally wrote six soda refills, question mark, question mark, question mark, for a 10-year-old, question mark, question mark, question mark. I don't mark. know how he wasn't, like, bouncing off the walls more than he was. Exactly. Like, he, he was, was very calm. calm. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he ends up at this open house, and there is this box. That we are introduced to. And this demon box has a bunch of like porcelain dolls in it. Because, you know, I signed up for a horror movie when I wanted to watch a nice Christmas movie. But whatever. When I saw this scene, because I watched the movie actually before Alyssa did. I called her and I was like, you know, you are not going to like this movie. And she's like, why? I'm like, because one of the main points has a creepy doll involved. And she was like, oh no. And I was like, on top of that, it's got like this ugly upside down head yeah so the doll's head is on upside down demonic if you ask me demon um and basically we find out that this doll is a mistake and it's worth two hundred thousand dollars lots of money lots and lots of money so obviously jeff jim is like hey we can sell this doll and our house will be fine we don't have to move but somehow some way um the doll is no longer in the box And he believes that Max, the 10-year-old boy who had 10 sodas, stole it. Yes. So. Then you kind of go back and you kind of see Max's home situation, which I kind of felt bad for Max. Yeah, I did too. One other thing, like, he said there was only one toilet in there for nine cousins. Like, that's insane. And when you see the outside of this house, there's no way that house only has one bathroom. I'm sorry. It's just way too big of a house to only have one bathroom. Yeah. Um, I really liked Max, though. He's, like, this little, like, British boy. He's a really cute kid. I loved his little, like, 
accent that he had going on and his mom. I was into it. I just I really enjoyed the relationship between him and his mom. Yeah, it was very sweet. Other than the fact that she let him have, like, six sodas at lunch. I was like, why? (laughs) Well, maybe they don't have a lot of soda in the UK or something. And maybe she was like, you go for it. We're in the US. We're in the Americas. You go for it. (laughs) I guess. Maybe. I don't know. But, like, supposedly they'd only been there for, like, two weeks because they didn't really know their neighbors or anything yet. They had just moved over from London, so. Yeah. But anyway, moving on, um, and of course, the family is going away for the holidays. They are going to Japan. Japan. And there's a little bit of drama with that. The family ends up getting split up between two planes. Yes. So half of the family's going on one plane, half of the family's going on the other. And I'm sure you can see where this is going. One half of the family thinks Max is on the other plane, while the other half of the family thinks Max is on the other plane. And of course, he is on neither. So Max is left home sweet, home alone. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Pam and not Jim. (laughs) I'm just going to keep calling him not Not Jim. Jim. Pam and not Jim decide that they need to get their doll back. They're like, this is the only way we're keeping our house and our kids are going to be happy. We don't have money for the holidays. We need to get this doll. So they decide to commit a felony and break in to Max's house to steal the doll. Now, in Jeff's defense, he was going to go over and, like, try to talk to the family first. But at this point, they're all getting ready to leave and everyone's rushing around. They actually think he's an Uber driver. Yeah. So no one really has time to talk to him. And His mom was already gone. She was already on a flight. Right. And why would she not have taken... Like, because this is the problem I had with, like, the original Home Alone 2. Why would Max have not been on the flight with his mom? Like, why would she have stuck him on the flight with, like, the uncles and the cousins and the... Right. Why would he not be in the seat next to her? He's 10. Right. So, when she's on the phone with the airline, she does point out, she's like, why did you put my child, like, on the other one? But why... Like, there's got to be a way to switch that around. If half and half... Right. You would just switch two tickets. Exactly. It shouldn't be that hard. But I guess just to make the movie work. Right. But, I mean, that was the problem I had with the original one, too. Like, how do you not know... Your child isn't with you in the line of, like, 80. Like, how do you not know? Right. One other thing I did want to say, it's not, like, super important to the movie, but I just found it to be funny. Actually, there's two things. The first thing is, when Max is kind of trying to get away from his family because it's a little bit crazy in the house, he goes into the car and, like, you just see this giant, like, BMW screen that comes up because he goes into the BMW car. And I wrote down, sponsored by BMW. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was clearly, like, an advertisement opportunity right there. Hey, I mean, BMWs are nice cars. So, and then the other thing I found funny, um, which we'll get to, I guess it's, is it Jeff's brother? I believe so. Okay, so anyway, Jeff's brother and his wife come to visit them with their three children? Yes, three children. And when they come, they're arguing over whether they're having a snowpocalypse or a snowmageddon. And they, like, keep arguing over which it is. So, Alyssa, which is it for you? Is it a snowpocalypse or a snowmageddon? I kind of like snowpocalypse, personally, but, I mean, I see how they both work. What about you? I'm kind of with you. Yeah. I'm snowpocalypse, for sure. Snowpocalypse sounds cool. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. I don't want a snowpocalypse. I hate the snow. But it sounds better than snowmageddon. I agree. Yeah. 
Okay, but back to, like, the actual story. <laughs> we got a little off track there, but eh, that's okay. That so, of course, Max is home alone now, and he's doing the cool montage of things like kids do when they have no parental supervision. Yeah, you know, they watch all the bad movies, they eat all the bad food, yeah, so, they don't go to bed, you know. Right, so I wrote down cool Hot Wheels set up on the stairs. Like, he had, like, these Hot Wheels, like, it was, they had this giant staircase, and it, like, went from top to bottom, and it had all these loop-de-loops that looked really cool. Yeah, so and he was, like, having them go down the stairs real fast. It was cool. He was trying on his parents' clothes. He, like, first came out in, like, a little suit and everything was, like, too big on him. And then he came out in a little dress. Like, it was super funny. And then um, he scooters on the treadmill, which I thought was hilarious. Also kind of dangerous, though. Super dangerous. Don't try that at home. No. Um... And I also have that there's a funny line about remakes because when we flash back to Jeff and Pam's home, they're watching a remake movie. And yes. they, they talk about how the remakes are never as good as the original. And I just started cracking up because that was very, like, on the nose. Yeah, I mean, they know what they were doing. Exactly. I just thought it was funny. That is funny. They were kind of making fun of themselves. I liked it. Uh, yeah, so where are we technically at in this movie? Okay, we kind so of walked around. At this point, we're in the story where Jeff is still wanting to get the doll, and then up to this point, Pam's like, you know, you're crazy. Like, you don't want to do this. Like, you can't break into someone's home. And at this point, like, she starts imagining, like, all the past Christmases they've had in this house, and she realizes she really doesn't want to move either. So she decides that she's going to become an accomplice and also help Jeff break into the house. So, and Pam gets, like, a little crazy and nasty yeah, at this she point. Does. Like, she goes from, like, super sweet, like, to whoa in, like, five seconds. She goes to Aaron from the office to, like, insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's rough. So the first time they break into the house, they actually put in the wrong code. The code's like 1112, and I think they put in 2221. So, like, it starts talking, like, because it's, you know, alarm. A high-tech alarm system. Yeah, but it's, like, in German because the kids kept messing with the system. So it's talking to them in German. So they think, like, this grandma's at home that's German when really it's just the alarm system talking to them, which I thought was kind of funny. Well, I think it's even funny, too, like, later in the movie... Pam's learning German. She has, like, a book that she's reading so that they can decipher what the heck this grandmother right, is saying. saying. It's great. But um, Max hears a little bit of a conversation between Jeff and Pam, and they're talking about the doll, but and at the point that he comes into the conversation, it sounds like they're going to kidnap him and give them to this old grandmother. Yeah. So he's really scared because he doesn't want to be kidnapped. But realistically, they're talking about taking the doll, not him. But this is where he gets the idea, oh, I need to, like, set up booby traps and, like, arm the house. I need to protect myself. I need to protect myself. Which brings us to, like, another montage of him setting up all the traps. Well, and they keep addressing this doll as the ugly boy. Yes. And it's really cute. Okay, again, later in the movie, I just want to touch on this because I will forget. <laughs> he comes face to face with Pam and not Jim. <laughs> he goes, I'm not ugly. My mom says I have charm. <laughs> and like, oh my god. I was like, that is so cute. It's like, he's not an ugly boy. He's, he's a cute not. kid. He is cute. But it's just funny that he's like, my mom says I have charm. Aw. He is a cute kid. Yeah, I, he's, like I do too. He's sweet. But the first time that this happens and they put in the incorrect code and all that, um, a police officer arrives. 
And the police officer does look a little bit familiar. He might have a similar last name as to some people that we know. Yes, a.k.a. McAllister. And no, it's not Kevin. It is his older brother, Buzz. Yeah, which I thought was so cool that they had a little cameo in there. Yeah. Because, like, if you're going to do that, you need to have somebody from the original. Right. You have to. Yeah, absolutely. But the Kevin and Pam... Not Kevin. Not Kevin. Not Jim either. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Jeff and Pam convince him that they own the house and that they just like put in the wrong code and it was not a big deal. And he believes them and he drives away. And then someone calls in like to the police station and it's Max that, you know, someone was breaking into someone's house, but he doesn't, in a kid's home alone, but he doesn't believe the call because his brother Kevin... Every year. Every year around this time calls in a fake call that there's a kid left home alone because he was left home alone twice. (laughs) Also, um, I think it's really funny how persuasive Pam is Mm -hmm. because Jeff was freaking out. Like, he couldn't have done that to, like, convince the cop to not stay. And Pam was just like, no, you know, this is our home. It's fine. She's, like, a little bit uh, sneaky. She's very sneaky. And, like, there's a lot of crazy in there. Yeah. Like, it, Dang, it girl. surprised me. Yeah. But they decide that they're going to break into the house again. Why they couldn't just talk to someone, I don't know. But they're talking about breaking into the street again, into the house again. And they end up crashing their car into the streetlight. They fall on (laughs) ice. Um, Max puts Mentos and soda and throws, like, the soda bottles at them. Like, um, oh, at one point Jeff gets kind of knocked out because he hits him with a pool ball in the forehead. And he puts one of those, like... VR VR headset, yeah, like an Oculus type headset, and makes him think he's on a cliff, and so he's (laughs) like trying to like not fall off this cliff. It's pretty funny, but those are just some of like the booby traps. Is it just me? Because like, I mean, I don't fully remember all of the booby trap pranks that Kevin has. I felt like this kid was more violent. Yeah, well, I don't know. Because, okay, did so... Did Kevin light people on fire? He did. Okay. He, the, oh, yes, the top of the guy's head. The top head. of the guy's head he did. Okay. And then he did the Lego things in the feet where Kevin had, like, Christmas bulbs right. that were glass. Um, I don't know. He didn't shoot pool balls at anybody. No, though. Kevin didn't shoot pool balls at anybody. And he also didn't swing, like, gallons of milk at people. Oh, and also... <laughs> and, like, flour. There was, like, a Nerf gun, but he put thumbtacks... In the, like, it, suction cup parts of the Nerf so, gun. So, like, he was shooting, like, pins into people. <laughs> like, also that, because Kev... I, I don't know. Like, does, is he more violent, Max? Do we need to talk? <laughs> I mean, maybe. But he was just protecting himself in the He house, was. So I get was. it. But anyway, so eventually Max gets to talk to Pam and Jeff. They say, you know, I think there's been a big misunderstanding, like we've made a huge mistake, which they did. Yes. And they should have paid for it, but they didn't. But that's, you know, whatever. They paid for all the renovations. They did. We'll get there. But they still broke into someone's yeah, house. Yeah, they should have had a little bit of jail time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They definitely should have gotten in some kind of trouble. But or like anyway. a fine. Something. Or community service. Something. something. But they didn't. And they explained to Max that they're missing this doll. They thought he had it. 
and they just want the doll. They don't want him. And they realize that he's home alone at this point. And Pam, being a teacher, finally wakes up and says, oh, this poor child. Yeah, like, come with us. Yeah. So. Also weird, though, that he was like, okay. Yeah, like, after, like, you break into my house, like, and, three times. And he was like, you know what, I'll come with you, too. Yeah. Especially because he was sitting there like, they're going to kidnap me, and then you're going to get in their car. I would have been like, heck, no. <laughs> like, no, lady, I'm going to call the police, you leave. Yeah. I'm good. Clearly. Like, thanks. I'll shoot he, another pull ball Although, at you. he was a little afraid to call the police because he didn't want his mom to get in trouble yeah. for leaving him home alone. So, that's why he initially didn't call the police after the first time. But still. But you still, don't get in the car with them. With, like, a random stranger that breaks into your house. Three times! Yeah. But anyway, I digress. So, he goes home with Jeff and Pam and they get a hold of his mother. His mom comes and picks him up at Jeff and Pam's house. Yes, and while all this is happening, the mom is playing, you know, I gotta get back home, I gotta get to my son. That whole storyline is happening. Yeah. Just like it did in the original. So she's, you know, talking to the, like, flight attendant for Japan, and she's like, hey, get me home. Right. You know, the whole thing. Yep. So she does eventually get there. She picks Max up. I keep wanting to call him Kevin, Kevin. because, you know, that was the original. But anyway, then she gets home and sees, like, the mess that he made. And, you know, she's not happy about it, but, you know. Her kid's safe, and that's what matters. And she's good with that. And then it flashes to a couple years later, and you see both families, Jeff and Pam's family and Max's family, having a dinner together. Yes. And you find out that Jeff now has a job. They kept the house. They kept the house. Um, They also paid for all the renovations and all the damages in Max's house since they're the cause of it, basically. Right. And pretty much everyone lived happily ever after. Yeah. Again, very dumb movie. Like, I mean, the first Home Alone is kind of stupid. Like, you know, it's very full of shenanigans and crazy antics but it's a really sweet movie at the end of the day yeah it is again it's nice to see these two families come together even though it's under very weird circumstances and i think they should have known better (laughs) i mean i don't disagree with that but it is sweet to see that like when you have differences or when you like you can always overcome things and get along with people which is kind of nice to see and one thing we didn't mention I, that i think is actually very important the doll was at their house the whole, the time. whole time like one of his brother's kids it was like, the youngest kid it. yeah not stole but like was playing with it yeah. upstairs and actually that was kind of a funny scene because he like drops it down the steps and max like has to dive to catch it so it doesn't break yes because both not jim and pam run into the wall yeah but anyway, everything does turn out good, and that is the end of our story. Yes, so I have a few fun facts that I'm going to go through. Surprisingly slash not surprisingly, there wasn't a ton of fun facts for this movie, um, but the ones that we talked about, like Buzz, was obviously in the movie. Um, uh, at one point, a character mentions there's only a half hour until Christmas, and that is the 30-minute mark in the film. Which is kind of cute. At one point, Max says to Jeff and 
Yeah, Jeff and Pam, have you given up or are you thirsty for more? Which is something that Kevin said to the original. I noticed a couple quotes in there that were from the original movie, actually. Mm -hmm. I wanted to write them down and I totally forgot about it, but I think you have a couple, so. I do. When Max is hiding in the car, he's watching a Looney Tunes cartoon um, because originally the movie was owned by Warner Brothers, (laughs) but now it's owned by Disney, so he should have been watching a Disney cartoon. But he was still watching a Looney Tunes cartoon. Um, the home alarm system is actually called McAllister. I, I thought that was cool. Which is awesome. Um, the church, so they go to church in the movie, and the choir sings Oh Holy Night like they did in the original one, when Kevin, you know, goes to church that first time. Mm-hmm. With like the, yeah. Okay. The slippery sidewalk callback, because they have that in the original. Um, they are watching a modernized version of the fictional movie Angels with Filthy Souls, but the new one is called Angels with 30 Faces. So weird. That is weird. (laughs) When Max is trying to call the police, uh, through the voice assistant, the voice assistant is actually reading the weather report in German. Oh. So... Yes. And then the last one I have is the premiere date was November 12th, a.k.a. 11-12. So that's why the code to the house is 1112. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yes. Being a date. So again, not a ton of fun facts, but the ones that I did find I thought were at least worth mentioning. But yeah. So any last thoughts? Um, I don't have any last thoughts, but I would like to hear what you would, like, rate the movie out of 10. Oh, um, I feel like I'd give it, like, a six and a half. I was gonna go about seven, so yeah. I feel like that's pretty accurate. Because, like, it kept your attention. It's cute. It was very entertaining. There was just, like I said, I just felt like Jeff and Pam should have known better. Than, that. And I felt like they went a little overboard, but I think... I mean, that was kind of the point of the movie, well, but... That, and it's just not the original. It's not. So, like, it's never going to be as good as that first one. Right. So. But, yeah, we thought it was good, so... Yeah, give it a watch. You know what else is good, Alyssa? What? Our listeners, of course. They are good. And we want to thank them now. This is for listening to the episode. Welcome, Foolish Mortals, the movie. Thank you to our listeners in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Mississauga, Ontario, and Canada, Thank you to our listeners in Wilmington, Delaware, Bowling Green, Ohio, San Jose, California. Thank you to our listeners in Rochester, New York, San Antonio, Texas, Jacksonville, Florida, Bismarck, North Dakota, Brownsville, Texas. Thank you to our listeners in Brentwood, California, Gilboa, New York, and East York, Ontario in Canada. Um, also, it says we have a listen in Japan, but I don't have a city. I'm not sure why. And I actually think we're missing a couple of cities from the U.S. So if we missed you, I am so sorry. But thank you for listening. We truly appreciate you. Thank you all. Well, everyone, that will do it for this week's episode. We want to know, what did you think of Home Sweet Home Alone? <laughs> Let us know on Facebook or Instagram. At a Pinch of Pixie Dust podcast. You can also email us at pinchofpixiedust at outlook.com. And until next time, guys, we, we hope, hope your lives are full of faith, trust, and pixie dust. Bye, everyone. We hope you have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys.